Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Welcome to the Trevally Mining Corporation first quarter 2021 finances and earnings conference call and webcast. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a Q&A session. If you would like to ask a question during that time, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. You may press star 1 at any time during the call to enter the queue. I would like to remind everyone that this conference call is being recorded. I would now like to turn the conference over to Brendan Craney, Trevally's Chief Financial Officer. You may begin your conference. Thank you, Megan. Good day, everyone, and thanks for taking the time to join the call this morning. Before we get started, I would like to direct your attention to our forward-looking language on slide two. Our discussion today will contain forward-looking information about the company's future performance. Although forward-looking statements are based on what management believes to be reasonable assumptions, actual results may turn out to be different to these forward-looking statements. For a complete discussion of the risks, uncertainties, and factors which may lead to actual operating and financial results being different from the estimates contained in our forward-looking statements, please refer to our latest MD&A filed on CDAR for the period ended March 31, 2021. I would also like to mention that this conference call is being recorded and a replay webcast will be available one hour after today's call. In conjunction with this conference call, there is an accompanying PDF presentation available on the event section and the corporate presentation section of Trevally's website under the Investors tab. The link to our live webcast is also on Trevally's website under events. Moving to slide three, the main presenters today are Rickus Grimbeek, Trevally's President and CEO, and he will be accompanied by Derek Dupreeze, Trevally's Chief Technical Officer, and myself, Trevally's Chief Financial Officer. Rickus, over to you. Thank you, Brendan, um, and welcome everyone to the call. I'd like to start the call today by focusing on safety. We have made meaningful strides over the last two years to improve our safety practices across the organization and install a safety risk management as part of our culture. It is one of our core values. However, we had a difficult beginning to the year as the recordable injury rate in Q1 was 13.3. This represents a significant increase when compared to 2020. We've taken action and re-emphasized the importance of leadership engagement in the field across the organization and have since seen an improvement as was reflected in March and has continued to date. We had a strong quarter um, at the portfolio level led by high production and low cost um, contributions from both Pacoa and Santander and further bolstered by increasing zinc prices and lower TCs. During the quarter, we did face some challenges at Rosbina, which included stoke sequencing and a strengthening Namibian dollar. In the quarter, we also announced and completed the restart of Caribou, both on time and on budget, with first production being achieved on March 25th. Bump has been slower than expected. However, however, we are confident that we will still achieve our guidance at Caribou coming in at the lower end of the production range. The annual benchmark um, for treatment charges was finalized at $159 per tonne down from $300 per tonne in 2020. This is a 47% decrease. This decrease, in addition to the current momentum in the zinc price, which sits at $1.33 per pound today, 
is expected to have a material impact on revenues at, and the bottom line for 2021. We produced 74.8 million pounds of, of zinc at a C1 cash cost of 89 cents and an all-in sustaining cost of 99 cents per pound. Operating cash flows before changes in working capital came in at, at $15.5 million and net debt was reduced by $12.4 million to $92.6 million. We reconfirm our previously issued annual guidance of 330 to 360 million payable pounds of zinc and a cash cost and all its sustaining cost of 80 to 84 cents and 90 to 97 cents respectively. We are excited about 2021 and are in a strong position to take advantage of the opportunities provided by the positive momentum in the zinc market. We expect to generate meaningful organic cash flow and considerably strengthen our balance sheet, giving us the opportunity to further pay down debt and create additional flexibility to fund RP 2.0 expansion project at Rospina and other potential opportunities. We continue to be on track to deliver the RP 2.0 pre-feasibility study in the second half of this year. Over to you, Derek. Thanks, Rikas. Turning to slide five, I will step through the operations now. For 2021, the operations team is focusing efforts on several key initiatives to ensure T90 efficiencies are sustained, while improving in other areas, including safety, metal recovery optimization, increased milk throughput, reduction of mining dilution, mining operating costs, and energy costs. Starting with Pekoa, Late last year, we undertook work to de-bottleneck and optimize the mill, and in the first quarter achieved an average mill throughput of 100 tons per hour, which is a material improvement to the historic average of approximately 90 tons per hour, while maintaining metallurgical recoveries in the high 80%. This translated into strong production of 43 million pounds of zinc for the quarter, supported by an average head rate of 12.9%. Dire mold throughput rates are expected to remain at this level for the balance of 2021 and put positive pressure on the upper end of Perkawa's production gardens and lower end of gardens for unit costs. On the exploration front, we signed binding terms of agreement early in the quarter with Arrow Minerals, where both parties will receive reciprocal exploration rights to their respective exploration permits in the highly prospective Aroma Gold Delta, and we look forward to this work picking off soon. During quarter 1, 2021, surface drilling to follow up on the previous T3 intercepts continued with the completion of a two-hole program. The holes were targeting step-out drilling along strike and down plunge from the previous intercepts to expand on the currently defined T3 zone. Both holes intersected the altered volcanoclastic horizon that hosts the T3 zone, but only the downplant extension hole intersected the narrow mineralized horizon. The presence of strong sudden volcanic alteration in both holes is an indication that the T3 horizon is extensive and that more exploration is needed to fully test the zone. At Rospina, we produced 15.4 million pounds of zinc at an all-in sustaining cost of $1.41 per pound. Production was expected to be lower and cost higher this quarter as we work to put in a development bypass to safely access the triple zero stoke in the western oil fields. 
However, development rates were slower than expected at the start of the quarter due to the availability of mining crews related to COVID-19 protocols. This resulted in the resequencing of available stoves, which in turn led to a lower air rate and higher levels of microquartzite in the mill feed, negatively impacting mill throughput and zinc metal production. Since quarter end, we have safely developed a bypass to access the triple zero Western Oilfield stove that we are currently mining. While a challenging production quarter, we reconfirmed annual guidance for the site and expect production to increase and cost to come down, supported by three lead shipments this year compared to the typical two. In the quarter, we also signed a power purchase agreement with UNESCO to purchase solar energy equivalent to 30% of our annual energy consumption, which will both lower electricity costs and reduce our greenhouse gas emissions, one of our key sustainability targets. The solar agreement has integrated into our RP2.0 feasibility study, which is on track for delivery in the second half of the year. Tantander had a good operating quarter, achieving zinc production of 15.3 million pounds at an all-in sustaining cost of 89 cents. In the second quarter, capital costs are expected to be higher as underground development, which was scheduled in quarter one, was deferred due to significant rainfall entering the mine. On the exploration front, the first hole drilling into the deep geophysical anomaly that sits between and below the Magistral deposit and Santander pipe was completed in quarter 1, 2021, which intersected numerous horizons of carbonate replacement style mineralization with distal scan type alteration. Samples will be analyzed with results expected during Q2, 2021. At Caribou, the mine was restarted successfully, which I will go into further detail on the next slide. In parallel to the restart efforts and as part of our annual mineral reserves and resources update, we added 1.5 million tons of proven and probable reserves to the statement. This gives us confidence that we will be able to extend the mine life beyond the initial two-year plan that we based our restart decision on. In addition, we continue to work on longer-term value-enhancing opportunities for the Bathurst region, and we will be able to provide a timeline for this work by the end of next quarter. As Rick has mentioned in the introduction, our team worked diligently to reduce the overall cost structure of Caribou, improve its economics, and get us in a position to restart the mine. We announced plans to restart in January, by February, I had resumed mining operations, and by end of March, we had produced and trucked our first concentrate. We did this on time and on budget, having incurred $6.3 million in a quarter on restart activities. We did, however, have some challenges throughout the process. Onboarding of people was slower than expected due to delays in health screening related to COVID-19, as well as some delays at getting the mole back up and running. With the ramp up behind us, we are running at our expected processing throughput of 2,600 to 2,800 tons per day. We reconfirmed guidance for 2021 and expect production to be at the lower end of the range while cost guidance remains unchanged. Brendan, over to you. Thanks, Derek. In November 2019, we launched the T90 Business Improvement Program, which originally targeted a reduction in ASIC to 90 cents per payable pound of zinc produced by the beginning of 2022 through achieving annual sustainability efficiencies of $50 million. 
We accelerated and expanded the program last year, and by year end we had implemented 51 million of annualized deficiencies. Given improvements to the zinc market, the decision to restart the Caribou mine was made in January 2021, with the expectation that the operation will generate significant cash flow over its initially planned two-year mine life. Additionally, the decision was made to restart underground development at Santander after having suspended activities during the second half of 2020 in response to COVID-19, which will also generate further positive cash flow. While both the restart at Caribou and the capital investment at Santander are expected to impact the T90 target in 2021, we consciously made these decisions so they contribute positively to cash flow given the rise in the zinc price and the hedging that we put in place. For 2021, our ASIC guidance range is 90 to 97 cents per pound of zinc. As per our annual guidance that we published in January, our costs are expected to be higher in the first half of the year relative to the second, and this is due to the one-time cost attributed to the restart of the Caribou mine underground capital development costs at Santander, as well as no lead silver sales at Roshpeen in the first quarter, as per plan, while there are three expected for the remainder of the year, one in each quarter. T90 initiatives during 2021, which Derek briefly touched on earlier, include safety, met recovery optimization, increased mill throughput, reducing mining dilution, mining operating costs, and energy savings. We take steps daily to initiate and maintain efficiencies to generate savings to benefit the bottom line and contribute to achieving our sustainability targets. The recent signing of the Solar Power Purchase Agreement with Amesco to supply renewable power at Roshpina is an exa- excellent example of T90 in action. Moving to slide eight, I am pleased to report that our financial position continued to improve this quarter, both due to the performance of the business and through the continuing positive momentum that we are seeing in commodity prices. The average LME zinc price for Q1 was $1.25 per pound, compared to a fourth quarter 2020 price of $1.19 a pound. Despite not having the benefit of a light concentrate sale at Roshpina as per plan, revenues increased by 6% over Q4 2020 to $72 million. This was attributable to a 5% increase in the zinc price and a reduction in treatment charges set at $159 a ton for 2021. Again, a decrease of 47% compared to the annual benchmark set in 2020 at $300 a ton. You can see on the graph on the right how these items also positively contributed to adjusted EBITDA for the quarter. C1 cash costs of $0.89 cents and ASIC of $0.99 cents were impacted by the operational challenges of Roshpina, which resulted in lower metal production and therefore higher costs. Unit costs were also impacted due to the strengthening Namibian dollar at Roshpina. This was partially offset by a reduction in TCs and deferment of capital expenditures that will be caught up in the second quarter. It is important to note that the annual benchmark TC that was set at 159 per, per ton for 2021 was applied retroactively to the beginning of the year, but only on zinc produced in 2021. Adjusted EBITDA came in at $24.5 million, an increase of 22% relative to the previous quarter. Operating cash flows before working capital of $15.5 million for the quarter came as a result of increased commodity prices and the collection of settlement and value-added tax receivables and also included the startup cost of $6.3 million for the restart of Caribou. Further cash generation for the year is expected and is weighted to the second half of the year due to estimated timing of sales. In the quarter, we added $5.7 million to our cash position and reduced, net, and reduced debt by $6.7 million for a reduction to net debt by $12.4 million, at $92.6 million total. I'd like to point out we made this improvement to our net debt position in the quarter while also reinvesting $6.3 million in restarting Caribou and $5.8 million in exploration and growth initiatives. 
Over to you, Rickus. On August 25, 2020, um, we announced the results of the Rospina pre-feasibility study, which outlined the opportunity to expand the mine and mold throughput from 700,000 tons to 1.3 million tons per annum, resulting in an increase um, to the zinc pile of production to an average annual total of 132 million pounds a year at 54 cents um, all in sustaining cost. World class asset. We initiated the feasibility study in Q4 2020, which is on track to be finalized in the second half of 2021. In parallel to the feasibility study, we have had productive discussions with our existing lending syndicates and various global financial institutions to date on securing project debt financing. This is our preferred route of financing, the RP 2.0 project, in conjunction with organic cash flows, which we expect to materially contribute to the funding of the project at the current second price. We reach slide 10. Um, we see that warehouse stocks for the refined zinc continues to be relatively depressed. Um, exchange inventories um, relatively depressed. Exchange inventories rose from the pandemic lows of last year as zinc prices increased. In days, inventory levels are still very low compared to historical levels of 18 days. We also note that the production curtailments resulting from COVID-19 restrictions over the past year may continue to limit zinc availability in the coming months. These supply issues are playing out in, as certain Chinese demand remains strong. Further, in addition to the U.S. growth, um, the April Purchase Managers Index in the Eurozone and Japan were quite strong and provide further evidence of a pickup in activity as global economic conditions recover. The annual benchmark treatment charge for zinc concentrate has been agreed to $159 per tonne. This is notable that it, because it's the second lowest rate in more than 10 years. The tightness in the zinc concentrate market benefits the body. For example, the $141 per tonne reduction in zinc treatment charges translates into a $0.14 cents per pound improvement in margin relative to 2020. Taking the midpoint of our 2021 full-year production guidance, this equates to $48 million of additional cash flow this year. Moving to slide 11, we are looking at the historical zinc price chart from January 2007 to present. The zinc price as of today sits at $1.33 per pound, up over 60% from the low of 82 cents um, in March 2020. The price is well above our T90 program target of 90 cents per pound. Um, while, this is while this is a significant recovery and puts Travada into positive free cash flow territory, we expect further price appreciation driven by the positive macroeconomic environment and supply challenges mentioned previously, and also due to the shift towards green energy, which will require increasing amounts of galvanized steel, all very supportive for strong zinc demand and robust zinc prices. The price improvements have has not changed our view on metal hedging. We have used hedges in the past to protect the company and to manage certain aspects of our business risk. For example, hedging was an important consideration for the restart of Caribou. Should the business case arise, we will look opportunistically at hedging. But at this moment, we have a positive view on the price outlook and are benefiting from the lower treatment charges. With the economy opening again and manufacturing returning to meet new demands, 
we do not see the zinc market softening during 2021. Moving to slide 12, um, our Q1 results show positive cash generation, which we expect to continue throughout 2021. In 2020, we implemented $51 million in annualized sustainable efficiencies and are working through additional initiatives this year to continue to drive the cost structure of the business down, while also being opportunistic to take advantage of the current zinc price. We reconfirm our 2021 annual production and cost guidance of 330 to 360 million payable pounds of zinc and all in sustaining cost of 90 to 97 cents. We reduced our net debt position by $12.4 million, supported by Talwins in the form of higher zinc price and reduced annual treatment charges for 2021. Given the strength in the zinc market and forecast performance for the business, significant cash generation is expected to continue and is weighted to the second half of the year due to timing of sales. With our strengthening financial position and the upcoming delivery of the RP2.0 feasibility study later this year, we have begun discussions with our lending syndicate and other global financial institutions on securing project debt financing to support the company's growth plans. 2021 is an exciting year for Trivadi, its shareholders and all stakeholders. We look forward to providing you further updates as we progress throughout the year. With that, Operator, over to you for questions. Certainly. As a reminder, I'd like to remind everyone, if you'd like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone keypad. Again, that's star 1 to ask a question. We'll pause for a moment to compile the Q&A roster. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Your first question is from Craig Hutchinson with TD Securities. The line is open. Hi guys, I just wanted to, to dive into a little bit more in terms of the Rosh Pina, uh, the, you know, the, the stope sequencing in the quarter. Was there any geotechnical issues in the quarter, or is this just you know strictly a, a COVID-related issue and a lack of uh, underground miners? Hi okay, Craig, great to hear from you. And um, yeah, uh, it definitely was just a, as you said in, in um, the presentation, um, totally related to COVID um, impact, getting the right uh, people on site to do the development um, at the, the rate that we thought we would be able to do. So 
Um, no additional geotechnical issues at all. Um, and, and as we said, fully kind of um, uh, uh, support the guidance we put out previously for OSPINA. So we, we have no issue with that. And as the workforce started to ramp up, are you guys sort of back into the higher grade material now? Yeah, yeah. So that we, we're back into that, in, in, or we, we developed um, to, towards that slope, and we've been able to get into it, and we're back blending the, um, the, the feed into the, into the mold to the point where we can uh, manage the, the volumes that we need and get the recoveries we need. So that's, it's all been sorted. Yeah, great to hear. And, and just in terms of, you say, rising costs, maybe in dollar, any sense in terms of what sort of percent of your costs were escalated due to, due to inflation there? Yeah, I'll, I'll let Brendan talk to the um, the percentages and his thoughts on the Namibian dollar. Yeah, so we've been watching the Namibian dollar come back. It's, it's kind of back to pre-COVID-19 levels right now in terms of FX uh, Namibian to U.S. dollar. Uh, so it's kind of back to its natural equilibrium. Uh, we, we're watching it closely, obviously, going forward. But in terms of inflation, that's something else we're watching very closely. We haven't seen it show up yet, uh, but given a lot of the discussion and commentary in the the macro space over the last several weeks, uh, keeping a close eye on it. Yeah, maybe I can just add to that that in the beginning of the year we also um, did a labor negotiation and, and struck a three-year um, deal with the union. Um, so, you know, that, that's also quite positive for us. Okay. Yeah, and, and further on that point, I mean, 80% of the, the costs that we incur are in Namibian dollars or, or local uh, dollars, and a lot of that is labor. So to, to Rick's point with that three-year block and in the agreements, that, that helps with our, with our costs. Understood. And maybe one last question for me. I, I guess obviously prices are rallying quite strongly here. Are you guys still looking at a strategic process, or is that sort of off the table now? Um, I, I think um, strategic, strategic processes are always running, um, and yeah, we definitely, um, you know, this, it, it's, it's a continuous thing, Greg. We will always be looking um, at, at opportunities to grow the business, um, and especially in these type of um, environments, uh, it, it, it does make sense to keep on looking. Thanks, guys. Your next question is from Brian McCartney with Raymond James. Line is open. Uh, good, good morning, good afternoon. Um, just following up on Craig's question, just sorry, for the Canadian dollar, can you remind me, did you hedge that when you restarted Caribou, and, and if so, at what level? And if not, is there any thought of doing that as the Canadian dollar um, has strengthened a fair bit? Yeah, hi, Brian. Uh, thanks for the question. Yeah, we uh, restarted Caribou. We, we, we hedged zinc, 80% of the volumes, and uh, we were looking to do that for lead and silver, but opted not to do that. And then in terms of the Canadian dollar, now we haven't done any um, FX uh, hedging there, and, and we don't plan to. Um, you know, we see this, we, we see somewhat of a natural hedge between uh, the increase in base metals prices and, and improvements in Canadian dollar, but uh, so they're tightly coordinated, so there's a natural hedge there in our our view. Uh, so um, at this time, we don't see uh, any need to, to hedge. So the only time we would look at that is when we've got a, ma a major project coming up, and if we we can see the need for for hedging to to you know, the upside, um, the downside risk um, of, of higher higher um, prices. Um, I think that's when we'll look at it. But at the moment, there's nothing that we're looking at. Great, thanks. And maybe if we just ask one other question. Um, now that you, you know you're developing some material underground at Santander, is there any change in the longer term outlook for that? I mean, originally we we're sort of talking about that ending at the end of this year. Is, is there any change in your thinking there? 
Yeah, that's a good. So it's a good um, point, Brian. And um, at these prices, and and also I must you know commend Derek and his team and and, and Giovanni and the team at, at Santana. They've done a great job with on, on the production side and keeping the costs really low. Um, we, we're definitely looking at extending um, as long as we can. You know, so currently I think we're looking at the first quarter of next year could um, could be included. But we'll we'll give you um, more uh, more colour on that um, later in the year. Thank you very much. Final questions from Stephen Ianu with Cormac Securities. The line is open. Great, thanks very much, guys. Yeah, no, Brian got my last question there, but um, just, yeah, just curious. I, I know when you first announced T90, sort of the thinking was back then was, you know, you'd sort of look to realize sort of $50 million in in annualized savings, sustainable annualized savings, and it sounds like as of the end of last year, you, you kind of had, had figured those out. And you know, yet we're still not quite at T90. There's just, is it, you know, is it things like the Namibia dollar that are really impacting that, or have there been some lessons learned along the way as well that where you, where you still need to sort of shave some, some additional costs to get there? Yeah, thanks, Stefan, for the question. And I mean, what I what we try to do early on the presentation is illustrate that you know T90 is a sustainable target. And you know, if you look at it in isolation in one quarter, it's you know we're going to beat and we're going to beat that number some quarters and other quarters is going to come over on top of that. And additionally, we, we talked specifically about bringing Caribou back online and then doing the additional development in Santander. And that really is a, you know, a conscious business decision uh, to take advantage of the current zinc price. Uh, you know, with zinc price coming up, you know, the margins that we can produce uh, by just elevating our cost structure a little bit or by producing those additional pounds, um, you know, it's just the right business decision to make. So unfortunately, it seems a little bit at odds with the T90 objective, uh, but, but those margins are, are important and, and that cash flow is important to us. Uh, and so that's why, um, you know, we, we have the higher uh, per, uh, cost range this year, 90 to 97 cents for, for 2021. Okay. I just, just want to add that, you know, we, we also, if you, if, when, I, when I mentioned today the RP2.0 study, you know, that's all in study cost um, of 64 cents. So, you know, in future, we're also going to be able to, to have that type of production coming into our business as well. So, um, it, it's, it's not included in our T90 target, but it, is, it shows the direction that we want to move in. Okay. And I, I guess, I mean, just on, on, on RP 2.0, I mean, the, 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 the study is it, it's fairly new still. Um, you know, just in, in, you know, since, I guess, last fall, have, have there been any sort of, you know, from a cost inflation point of view or, or, or scope uh, point of view, have there been any changes to that, or, or is that sort of report or, or plan as we see it still pretty much written in stone, do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we've not seen any um, any inflationary cost issues at the moment, uh, but, you know, we, we're doing the feasibility stu study, um, and as we said, we'll, we'll publish that later in the year. Um, but the, the, the one thing that we looked at, and I think we talked about this at the previous call, is that, you know, we're looking at ways of, you know, what's the right way to schedule and to bring um, the, the, the project in? Do we do we do it immediately? Do we do it in a big bang, or do we go, you know, bit by bit and, and, and do it on a, on a slower basis? So we're looking at that, and that all, all of that will we'll be able to give you a lot more color when we publish the, um, the feasibility study. But that's, I would say, the only... Any difference that we've seen so far is, um, is more on a schedule rather than a, a, a cost. Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. We have no further questions. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
no further questions at this time, I can call back to presenters for closing remarks. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.